Hello, and welcome to the very first episode of the So Off Topic podcast. I'm Hannah. And I'm Paige. And we thought we would start this podcast just kind of for fun. Um, Do you guys ever have those conversations when you're catching up with a long distance bestie and you think, if people could hear our conversations right now? Um, So we decided, you know what, why not? Um, One of our favorite podcasts is the What We Said podcast with JC and Chelsea, and they are kind of inspiring the vibe a little bit, just those kind of laid back, just for fun conversations with Hannah and I. So that's kind of the vibes we're going for and what to expect from us. Um, Hannah and I have been besties for a very long time. Um, Hannah, why don't you go ahead and tell them the story of our friendship? Yeah, so Paige and I are high school best friends, well, junior high best friends, actually. Um, so I'm originally from Victoria, British Columbia, and I moved to Edmonton, where Paige currently lives, um, in the ninth grade to go to junior high and high school. And <laughs> not even forgetting instantly how we met. I'm like, I'm like wait, uh, high school? Nope. <laughs> It was grade nine, junior high, um, gym class to be specific. <laughs> okay, let me restart this story, okay? <laughs> okay, so I moved from Victoria, British Columbia to Edmonton, Alberta, and I started a new school, obviously not knowing anybody, and I got put into my class, and it was BIM class on probably one of the first days of school, and Everybody had their pairs preparing up to play volleyball. And I'm kind of standing there as this awkward 13-year-old, 14-year-old. And not knowing anybody, obviously, I didn't have a partner. So I'm looking around, and everybody's sort of pairing up with their friends. And um, somehow, Paige also didn't have a partner. I know how. (laughs) Because we have no athletic talent. Yeah. There's something you should probably know about us is that we have no athleticism in our bodies whatsoever. Um, anyway, so we both kind of didn't have a partner and it was like everybody was getting paired up and we sort of made eye contact and we're like, well, I guess we're doing this. So we partnered up and instantly from them, we have just been best friends ever since. Yep. Um, immediately, pretty much that same day. Um after I don't know it must have been after gym but end of the school day came rolled around and this girl that I had literally just met came up to me and said like do you want to come over and make friendship bracelets I just I liked you I wanted to be your friend <laughs> her friendship bracelets were us they were friendship bracelets to raise money for breast cancer I'm a um, philanthropist what can I say yeah and you know what? You did come up with a lot of confidence. And in my head, I remember thinking, like, I literally just met this girl, and she is coming in full force, and you know what? I am here for it. And yet we did go over to her house and make friendship bracelets. That- for, like, hours. Oh, yeah. Yeah, this wasn't, like, a, you know, we hang out for, like, an hour after school. No, this was, like, <laughs> I don't know, three, four hours of us making friendship bracelets. That, to be completely honest, we did nothing with. We never sold these. We never raised scent for breast cancer awareness but we bonded and became best friends and have been best friends ever since so we went to the same high school and then in university I moved back to British Columbia and then we became a long distance besties and somehow the I think it was COVID 
like made us better friends because I would come back to Edmonton to visit my boyfriend and we would just hook up. We'd hang out. We'd go for walks. We went to Ikea one time. (laughs) That is one thing about our friendship too is it's one of those friendships where we could literally be doing absolutely nothing. The most boring. I could be doing laundry and like having you over would be like, the most fun that's why this podcast is so perfect because it's like we're literally doing nothing (laughs) it's like we're on a facetime together so right now Paige and i are in person which just happens to be a very fun coincidence (laughs) because we're visiting for my partner's birthday but um normally i still live in victoria Paige still lives in edmonton and we kind of go back and forth visiting each other except i will admit Paige visits me a hell of a lot more than i visit her Mostly because if you're familiar with Canada, um, Edmonton is not as much fun as somewhere like Victoria is. <laughs> that is very true. Um, in all fairness, there's nothing to bring you here but me. <laughs> so yeah, I will take the chance to come up to the island. And like I do, I do like Edmonton, um, especially in the summer. I mean, right now when we're recording this, it's February, which is not prime season in Edmonton. It is coldish and snowy and just kind of wet all the time so it's like summers are quite nice yeah I will say that's true and it's like the sun doesn't set until like 10 or 11 so you guys have no mountains here so it's just very flat very pretty whereas like Victoria like as much as like we do get later like sunsets and stuff just living in the mountains and living on my tiny little island that I live on it like you get blocked so like you never it's harder to see those like really pretty sunsets like you have to be in the right place at the right time to be able to see them but that is fair and you know what I love a good sunset or sunrise so I can add that to my little list of things I like about this city while I'm here are you trying to make the list you're trying to convince yourself to stay Uh, here yeah I need no not to stay but just so that you know I'm not depressed (laughs) that I live here but um I will also say too is for long distance um besties we have a hell of a time coming up either way to visit each other. Always something goes wrong. Oh, yeah. I thought you were just going to say how often we see each other. Because, like, I feel like, I mean, I don't know what the standard is for a lot of best friends. Like, because we're not that far. Like, we're, what, an hour and a half by flight? Yeah. Like, it's really, it's not that bad. But, like, we, you probably come to visit me twice a year on average. Actually, and I visit here twice a year on average. But I've just been skipping out a couple times more recently, um, just for various reasons, like weather and stuff like that. Once I got COVID, when I was supposed to come out here and I wasn't able to come. So I guess I can blame the pandemic for that one. But no, we definitely, we, we make an effort. Like Paige has come out, I don't know. You've already, no, you haven't come out so far this year, but you came twice at the end of 2022. Did I? Oh, yeah. I guess I came in August. I normally come out. Yeah, I guess that's not the end. (laughs) (laughs) I normally come out in the summer when it's nice. Yeah, like August, September. Yeah. And I normally come here for Canada Day. Right. So I'm just in the beginning of July. So yeah. we, we normally get our visits in the summer and then we go a while without seeing each other. Yes. And then we spend a hell of a long time on TikTok and Snapchat. And we are those people that talk about different topics on all different platforms. So we'll be like Instagramming about something and like sending each other TikToks and having full conversations in there as well as Snapchatting about something completely different and is chaos to keep up with. Yeah. Quite literally on every app, we have a different conversation and all day long, every day. Yeah. yeah. And 
fun fact about Paige and I, we have very different jobs and very different like schedules. Like I'm a typical nine to five kind of girl and Paige is not night yeah. <laughs> Not night. I do shift work, but usually I'm on an evening shift. So three to 11, which is quite literally the opposite of your schedule. Yeah. So like right when Paige is starting work, I'm finishing work. So we have very little crossover um, in our time off, which does make it a little challenging for us to, you know, hop on FaceTimes. But luckily, we have so many social media platforms to talk on 24-7. Then it doesn't matter. Just take turns spamming each other on when we're not working. And then when I get off work, I've got 10 from you. And then when you get off work, you have 40 from me. (laughs) Yes, it's perfect. (laughs) But no, Paige and I have, we've always been best friends. We've always been very good friends. Um just as the way that high school and life goes, like through university, like we kind of had different lives. Like I had a long distance boyfriend and Paige was in school and we just, we had a harder time like keeping up with each other. But like I said, the pandemic definitely like brought us back where we've been spending a lot more time together. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I feel like that's pretty much our... Yeah, I think that sums us up. Yeah, I'm sure as the podcast like, carries on you'll get to hear so many more fun stories from our friendship i mean we've been friends for like what is that 10 oh yeah i guess just to like give context i'm 25 and we met when i think i was 13 going on 14 i think so because what grade nine would have been 2013 yeah I don't, I'm not going to pretend like I'm going to do that math in my head. Like, I know how. I do oh, wait, wait, 23rd. I can do 10 years. That's not that bad of math. <laughs> wait, so that would make me, yeah, I would have been 15. 15. Yeah. Yeah, that makes sense. Because you came to my 16th birthday party because we were already best friends by October. Did I? What, what did we do for your 16th birthday? Yeah, that's birthday? when my mom, because I had just moved yeah. that year from Victoria to Edmonton. My mom flew out my best friends oh, yeah. and Paige okay. met my Victoria best friends. And we just, Paige got two new besties yeah. in one swoop. Literally that's two months. Cause my birthday is the very end of October. Oh so that means we would have met and then flown out my two best friends and you met them. And we were already so close yeah. that you were at my 16th birthday party meeting my other two best friends. Yeah. Like living at your house by that point. Pretty much. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it was, I do miss, like, not that I miss Edmonton that much, but I do miss living, like, less than 10 minutes from you. Yes, I um, 1,000% agree. And even, like, back in those days, junior high, high school, like, we would, after school, walk home together. We spent all our time hanging around the neighborhood. Or, like, we worked at the mall together. Yeah, we truly were, like, like glued at the hip. Like, Paige said, like, our jobs were in the same mall. Like, we just spent every second in school and then outside of school together. Felt like you wouldn't really find one of us without the other one very often. So now we've got quite a lot of distance, but we still chat all all day long, every day. Oh, yeah. um, So that's kind of, yeah, our little friendship story. But um, we thought we'd introduce each other as a fun little way to get to know a few things about who we are. So we thought of five things. Yeah. So instead of like introducing ourselves and being like, hey, I'm Hannah, da, 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 we're going to introduce the other one. So I'm going to tell you about Paige and Paige is going to tell you about me. And you're not even going to get like the whole little backstory, whatever. You're just going to get five 
five random things that we think he should know about this person. <laughs> Just a little a little taste test. Oh yeah, and they have no like rhyme or reason no. to them too. These were just random things that like came to mind. <laughs> so hope that you enjoy that. Um yeah, here's some random things about Hannah. I'm going to start. Um okay, so one thing about Hannah, we're going to start with her job. Um if anyone watches Friends, Hannah is the Chandler Bing of my life, where... Which I will take any day. Like, out of every Friends character, if I can be Chandler, I'll take that. I could not tell you, to save my life, what she does for a living. I get little gists of it. She's in marketing. I can barely tell you what I do for a living. Exactly. It makes it ten times worse. Yeah. She's in marketing. She does stuff online. But she's got, like, a nine-to-five office job in this trendy little downtown small group of co-workers I guess and quite literally that's basically all I know I know that you're doing well do you know what I do like day to day like if you had to picture what my like because I have a general idea where if I had to picture you from the time you clock in to the time you clock out what you do do you have any idea what I do um yeah so you work eight to four downtown I know when you get there I feel like you do a lot of like checking emails from your you got clients i know that and i think i think clients are like businesses <laughs> uh, i'm guessing that that is very wrong judging by your reaction no, no, but you're right you're right um and i think if i were to sum it up i feel like your day involves a lot of meetings a lot of like sending almost like not planned content but like here's what I think you should do to make your business successful online kind of thing. And I think that I'm maybe now thinking of your partner. Yeah. So it's just described what, so I'm recently engaged and my fiance does that job. Like he helps businesses. He does graphics and landing pages. He works very creatively. I don't. I work, um, if you work in marketing, you know, it's such a broad spectrum of like what you can do. It's, there's so many like little bits and, also, I work in a startup, which, again, if you work in a startup, you know that, like, you wear a lot of hats, you do a lot of stuff. So I'm a content coordinator, which means that I manage our writing team for my job, and my company helps sell businesses. So you were right with that part. I don't contact the businesses because they're in a place where they're already trying to sell, right? So, like, they're not improving their business. They're, so I help them market their business to the public. Yeah, so... They give me all the information about their business and I literally make it into a marketing package, send it back to them. They tell me what's right and wrong <laughs> and then I fix it and then we post it to everybody else. All right. So you you, you have a, a general idea, but uh, we, we can talk about this in a few months and Paige will have no idea what I'm doing again. Oh yeah. And to be honest with you, even what you just, I kind of get, the, you're basically helping them sell their business, but what a package means, who, where you're, part of, I don't know. But matter, you know what? That's just logistics. You do a lot of typing, I think, and sending things back and forth. Yeah, I'm a, I, I write a lot. So, like, I write a lot of packages. I write for our social media. I write our newsletter, our blogs. See, you're just a working. I got to put my degree to use. Yeah, yeah, she's got an English degree. So, there you go. You're, you're in marketing, and that's all I can tell you about. You know, technically, you're not wrong. <laughs> 
It's better than what do they say in Brunswick? He's a trans monster. Yeah. Which isn't even a word. All right. So like I said, I have no rhyme or reason for any of these things that are about Paige. But my number one is that Paige is a Thai girl. Like if we go somewhere, she's not getting a latte. Okay. She's not going to get a cappuccino. No, Paige is getting a Thai everywhere we go. Through and through. And weren't you testing the best tries in Edmonton for a bit? Yeah, and I still do that. Like, if I'm trying a new place, I always, well, I mean, it doesn't matter if it's new or old. I'm always getting the chai, like Hannah said. But um, I am trying to find, because here's my pet peeve a little bit, is that there is very different chai everywhere you go. Definitely. Like, there's, like, the sweet chais, like Starbucks kind of chai, and then there's more, like, authentic chais. Yeah. I prefer a more authentic chai. And so, like, Starbucks chai is, like... It's almost like a fake chai. It's like just. Looks, it's fake chai. It's a syrup. Exactly. I don't want a syrup. I want the tea. I want the spice. Um, so, yes, I am still on the hunt for Edmonton's best chai. So, if you got any <laughs> recommendations, send them my way. Uh, I feel like you also just fit that, like, and I don't know if this is just because we know we listen to JC and Chelsea and we follow them on everything, but JC is also like a big chai girl. But you fit that aesthetic of like, you know what I mean? Like you're you're not gonna go you're not gonna ever drink energy drinks or not you fit that like drinking a chai latte vibe. Definitely. Yes, I do drink coffee usually if I'm doing a night shift or like I'm like coffee is to save me. If I'm like <laughs> okay, I so cannot wake up. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Otherwise, yes, then it's hundred percent a chai. Well yeah. yeah. Okay, well on the topic of food, one thing about Hannah is where I will always get a chai, Hannah will never finish what she is eating or drinking. Never. It's like 1,000% you can guarantee there will be a crumb, a bite, a sip. Never will you finish anything. What's funny is I don't have a reason. Like, I don't know if I just, like, it's not like it, like, grosses me out to, like, eat the last bite of a sandwich or, like, to finish the last sip. Of something I just don't like it's like I get to the point where it is 98% done like I said there will literally be one bite or one sip I'm done I don't need any more and like for everything do you do this at like Christmas dinner like yes oh my oh and like now my coworkers know too like I've like pointed this out to them and now every time we go somewhere I finish something like literally every bite the other day and my coworker kind of like nudged me a little bit and was like Every bite. And I was like, I ate every fucking bite of that. If you eat every bite, then you should write, like, you know that that is something you love. Yeah. Or you just, I don't know if you are not paying it. If it's like a conscious thing, but you do it all the time. I do it all the time. So it's not like I don't like something. Like before we were recording this, Paige and I went for like breakfast, brunch, I guess, kind of. Um, and I'm realizing now that like I literally left one bite of my food and one sip. I just, I don't even think about it. I know. And it's just like, is I wonder if it's like in your head that you're like, okay, I'm done when you're not. Or if it's like, I don't know. I have no idea. So if I'm someone out there, it's like, huh, that's a trauma response. Maybe are you okay? Let me know because I have no rhyme or reason. Luckily, like I said, like my partner, he will eat anything. So like if it's perfect having him around because if I don't finish something, I don't take the last bite. He will. So it's not like it goes to waste. And you know what? Usually the last bite is what people want. Like, they're like, oh, it's the last bite. Or, like, you're fighting over the last bite if you're sharing something or whatever. Where are you not a No, I'm, I'm good. You can have that last bite. You would have lost three bites, so I probably wouldn't even notice. It'll be something like your wedding cake or something. And you're just not going to finish. And I'm going to be like, really? 
like I said, it's not that I don't like it. Cause like, like we had chai obviously at breakfast today. And like, it's not like I don't like it. I love it. I just don't finish it. Yeah. It's bizarre. But you know, I live my life the way I live my life. Okay. And I've gotten this far. So oh, yeah. Fun little fact about Hannah. Um, okay. So if you catch Paige ever in your life, you see her out in the wild. Okay. Paige is a GPS user. Okay. She has lived in Edmonton for 20 plus years. How long have you lived here? Literally since I was two. So, oh my God, that's 22 years. 22 years that you've lived in the city. She's the GPS everywhere she goes. Like, it's not like, oh, she visits a new city. No, like she's using it to go to work every day, which is the same place she goes every single day. She's just a GPS girl, whereas I am not. I'm a, I'll figure it out as I go kind of girl. Um, I would like to point out that I did not use my GPS once today. So you should be proud of me. Oh, because where we went today, Paige picked me up from... Okay, let me just give a tiny little backstory on this. I've been dating my partner. I've known him for 10 years, which is insane. Anyway, we've been dating for eight years. So the ch- his childhood home, which is where we're staying right now with his parents, is probably two blocks from your childhood home, which means that Paige literally drove to her childhood home, picked me up, drove three blocks to somewhere different, and then drove back to her own home that she knows where that is. But, you know, all right, I'll send you. I'm proud of you. Yeah. Uh, because, to be honest with you guys, most times I would still use a GPS in that scenario. You would not use it to go back to your parents' old house. That is probably the only place. I still use it to get to their new house. I use it to get to work. I Like, literally, I could go from here to, um, like, from my house right now to the freaking grocery store and I'll turn on the GPS. This is insane to me. Unless there's, like, literally one way of getting there and I know that way, then I will obviously not need a GPS. But if there are multiple routes, if I don't know where I'm going, if I'm at a new okay. stop. Yeah, if you don't know where you're going, that's how normal people use GPSs. Fair point. But here's the thing, guys. If you're not a GPS girl, like maybe you should be because it like will give me traffic updates. So maybe there's a crash that day and I need to take a different route. And maybe it'll tell me, you know what, part of it too is that I'm always a late girly, which I hate being a late girly, but, and it, it doesn't solve that problem, but you know what? it does tell me my ETA. So I know if I need to speed a little, so you know how many minutes you're late to everything. And I just sit there in anxiety the whole drive. Like, can I knock that number down? It's, it's an issue. We're working on it. Okay. So maybe you stopped using it and you wouldn't have anxiety about how late you are, which I mean, there are way more toxic things that you could be doing. I'm just thinking your phone battery, like you must kill out your battery. Oh, it's plugged in while I'm doing it. Whoa. (laughs) You leave your phone plugged in every time you're in the car? Yes. Do you have Bluetooth? Yes. That irks me. (laughs) Did I just add a new... Okay, but if I'm using it for music or no, GPS, it, you, you have Bluetooth, which yeah, means that like it's not about having it plugged in to use it for that. It's that it's gonna drain my battery because you're using a GPS. <laughs> Even just for music, okay. When else are you gonna be somewhere? You're gonna be out and about where you can't sit and plug in your phone. So you may as well charge it when you're sitting going somewhere. Gosh. You know, your car, your phone automatically charges when you place it on that thing. So yeah, and I don't place it on the little charger every time I'm in the car. 
you did. <laughs> I don't because I don't need to charge my phone 24 seven because I don't use up all my battery every day. All right. Well, moving on. This is psychotic. <laughs> I, just when I thought I knew you, I find out you plug your phone in every time you get into the car. Apparently, I'm just doing a lot wrong when I get in the car. Maybe I shouldn't drive with you anymore. <laughs> you know what? I wouldn't blame you. <laughs> Total 180. Um, one thing about Hannah is she is a natural blonde, like light blonde, and it 1,000% does not suit her. No offense, but um, you know this. So she's dyed her hair like dark brunette, and it looks like it should be your natural. And if you ever go back to blonde, I might. Are you thinking? Okay. No, my God, like, no. The way you looked at me, I thought, oh, am no, I missing no, 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 something? No. But no, blonde does not suit her. She's definitely a brunette girl, and I'm the opposite. So yeah, yeah. We, we truly are. Like, because you're naturally dirty blonde, right? Yeah. And so am I. I just have that like yellowy, like golden blonde that I hate. And what's funny is that if you ever see my family, everyone has brown hair. Everyone has that like either really dirty blonde, dark hair, or it's like brown. Yeah. So I don't know if I just like why I don't fit in <laughs> with having blonde hair. It just washes me right out. It doesn't look good. The dark, I've just, I've accepted the fact that I'm going to dye my hair and spend mm-hmm. money on my hair every six weeks for the rest of my life. Yeah. And as you should, because it looks good. <laughs> yeah. And then you're the opposite because you dye your hair. Actually, well, you go back and forth. Sometimes you dye brown, sometimes you dye blonde. I am toxic and then I change it almost every time I go to get my hair done. Your hair just wants to hate you, honey. Yeah, she doesn't use permanent anymore because she knows. <laughs> so she just does the Debbie and whatever and tones it up and then I switch it next time. But mine's the opposite. I go see him and I he doesn't even have to ask me. I just sit down and start chatting and he just does my hair. Like I don't oh, even need amazing. to say what I need to do because he knows. And like he knows how often I cut my hair too. So he'll just like be perfect. Yeah, like the dye will be out, he'll go to go blow dry and then he'll be like looking at it and he'll just like start trimming. He doesn't even talk to me about it. Oh, amazing. I yeah. love it. So it's every time like a cut. Like if I'm like, okay, like now I want curtain bangs or I want it like a little bit shorter. Yeah. Okay. Okay. If you're switching things up. Yeah. Which never happens. Like I found <laughs> what works really well for me. Actually, just recently I found what works in the past like year. I used to like try different browns. Yeah. But I found mine yes. now. And it's like when I first got it dyed, it's a little bit too dark. But the way it fades out, it's just, yeah. I'm just so pale. But sometimes I'm looking a little Wednesday Adams when my hair is really dark. Yeah, which I could go into detail about this. But I love Jonah, my fiance, with my entire heart, okay? And I would do anything for this boy. He hates self-tanner. Hates it. Hates the smell. Oh, yeah. Like, if I wear it, he says I smell like barbecue chips. <laughs> Even after, like, he wash it off and everything? Well, he thinks it, like, lingers. You know, it's kind of like if you put on, like, lotion. Like, yeah. Obviously, it smells really strong in the beginning, and after it soaks into your skin, it's not as strong, but it's still there. Barbecue? No. Oh, he literally, like, he, he doesn't get mad at me, but he, like, he hates it. So, if <laughs> the second Jonah goes anywhere, like, he came here at Christmas time, and, like, the day he lays, I'm self tanning. I'm going back to where my tan should be. Oh my gosh, I love that. But, you know, I guess I'm willing to sacrifice being pale for the rest of my life because that is true love. Maybe I should just start getting, like, like spray tans. I don't think spray tans have that same smell. But I don't know. I feel like it would have a worse smell. I don't know. I, I think it just seems a little more intense to me, but I don't know. I think what I could do is do like um 
you know, those express like four hour, mm-hmm. cause then it's only on my skin for like four hours and in my hair for four hours. And like the whole smell is in your on. hair. Well, you know, like it, <laughs> like, what? it's like, <laughs> that's actually how I dyed my hair. It's <laughs> like, Oh my god! No, like you know, the smell gets like all over you. That even like I think if I did that, so say I did that in the morning, and then I like showered and I fully like washed my hair after, Mm -hmm. maybe then it wouldn't smell bad. I think that's the only way. But you know, I'm getting married this year, so he's gonna deal because I, I'm not being pale for my wedding. I think the lesson is that he needs to learn to love barbecue chips. (laughs) What's so funny too is that like. Before, I thought this was a him thing. Like, I just yeah. thought, like, he, I don't know, didn't like it and thought it smelled like barbecue chips. And I don't remember who we were talking to, but he was talk, talking to a friend of ours, like, another couple. And they brought up the fact that, like, they, he doesn't like the smell of um, the salt tannery. He's like, yeah, it smells, like, a little sour, a little, it was, like, like barbecue chips. And he goes, yeah. And I was like, shut what? up. You're like, kidding. So maybe this is just, like, a guy thing. I gotta go sniff some uh, salt tanner and just find out. But I just... I don't use the self tanner, so yeah. I, I like it in the summer. I'm not like an all year round, but I will use it for any occasion. Like we go to a wedding, it's on my body. We we went wedding dress shopping, yeah. it's on my like I'm not I'm not going pale. See, I have unfortunate anything like that. Anytime I try to go try these things, it, it should be really not an issue for people. It is an issue for me. For like Paige has two weddings this summer, mine included. We're going to get you tan. Yeah. So that you don't hate. Maybe I do need to do the spray tan where I literally yeah. stand there. And how do you mess that up? You, you know? can have people do it to you too, hey? Like do you, what? Self-tan? Or- no, like spray, spray tan. tan. So you're not going into like a booth okay. and they like spray you? I have PTSD of a terrible story. Well, not Okay, that's dramatic. But wait, I you have had tried- somebody do yeah. You didn't know me then. Um, <laughs> were you an infant? Because I've known you for ten years. So. It was literally eighth grade, and I, and it was like maybe the week before school started too. So it was a really rough time that I got a spray tan, and the same same exact time I was obsessed with Taylor Swift and her curls. So I got a perm. Oh, and my auntie did both of them for me. I love her with all her. Soul. I remember. The being with you for the grow out of your perm and you having to straighten your hair every single day and you got to a point where it was like it was right like your hair had grown out so far but there was still a bit that was permed so you would have to straighten the shit out of like your mid hair the spray tan was orange and splotchy and I scrubbed and scrubbed for that week before school and I got it off, but I mean, because we did them both at the same time too, I just felt like a surfer. Like it just, it was bad all around. It okay. Was... Well, I think, did you never do it for grad or? No. I just had to, ups, like, maybe I just hate being pale. No, I hate being pale as well, but I have to like find a level of acceptance <laughs> because I'm just chaotic. Okay. Um, well, I think you should give spray tans another chance. Maybe I'm I should. be wrong. I don't know why I'm giving advice on this. Like I haven't mm-hmm. gone to spray tan since like high school grad and now yeah maybe I'll try one where you just stand there and it like literally you stand in place and... yeah well you can go into like the little booths yeah and they do, like it's just like a machine and they'll yeah. spray tan you that's the only ones I've done or there's mm-hmm. ones where you can like you go to the salon and you stand there 
naked in a bathing suit, whatever you want. And then they literally, like, they're a few feet away from you and they literally just, like, spray you down with this little hose. I feel like the booth sounds like a nicer option. Yeah. To be determined. We'll see what I... We'll, we'll see, see how it goes these, this summer. When these weddings roll around, uh, stay tuned to find out if I am tan. My, my aunt pointed out to me that I have to be so careful about my tans this year. Because I'm an outside girl. Like, the second I'm off oh. work or, like, my lunch break at work, I, I sit outside. Like, that's just naturally in the summer. I'm, like, a sun baby. I love it. I have to be so careful because if I get, like, a really stupid tan... You're going to have to pay attention to some neckline, some straps. Yes, yeah. I know. And I was like... This is gonna suck. She was like, "You should just wear like long sleeves all summer." And I was like, "Um, okay, no." I was like, "I will die." This <laughs> no, is no, my no. favorite. I'm, a, I'm. It's like I'm the summer. I turn pretty. Yeah, yeah. That's. I love summer. Summer's my time to shine. I think that maybe the summer you just. Pardon me. <laughs> <laughs> you should just channel your inner page where I burn in half a second. So. You should just lather up on the sunscreen and you should be fine. Yeah. Just no tan for you until the end. And then you are strategic. Or I can tan in the beginning. Oh, yeah. That too. And then just for like all of July, August, my wedding's at the end of September. So maybe this is your year of hats. You can just wear a giant hat. Okay. And the hat's going to cover my arms and my back? Yeah. A big floppy hat. No, I'm not going to Those over shirt. You know, yeah. It's going to be a rough summer for me, guys. Stay tuned. I'm excited to see how this plays out for us. <laughs> okay, so what is this, our third yeah. thing? So my third thing about Paige, that I never really knew this. And I think it's because, like, you more recently moved out. Like, you've always lived, like, since I've known you, you've lived with your parents. Mm-hmm. And then in the past, how long have you lived here? Two years? Mm, year and a half. Yeah. Paige is a big seasonal decorator. <laughs> like, I don't mean just like, okay, so she's alone in like her apartment. It's not just like she gets a Christmas tree, okay, and like decorates just for herself. But we walk into her apartment today, she has Valentine's Day decorations. Like, you decorate for every <laughs> occasion, which is, I love it. I'm not a seasonal yeah. decorator. Yeah, we're very opposites there. Um, part of it, okay, I've been thinking about this lately too, because when I see that stuff in this store, it is so tempting to buy. And then I like, sometimes I get at home and I'm like, I don't actually want all this seasonal stuff around, but I do like seasonal decor because you know what, if there is a holiday, a pardon, a holiday, if there is literally any reason to just like have fun and do something a little different than your everyday life, why not? Yes. And I 100% agree. Like I'm a big Let's make everything a moment kind of yeah. vibe. Like we go somewhere, this is going to be like the most fun we've ever had. Mm-hmm. But in my house, yeah. like I think it's just that I love my decor of my house and I don't yeah. want to move shit around for like a Valentine's mm-hmm. Day thing. Okay. Well, my Valentine's Day decor is very minimal. Yes. Okay. But you do decorate for other like fall. Yeah. I put out some fall candles. That's my decoration. I put my regular candles away and put out fall ones. That's all I do. Okay, yeah, I do have a lot more. It's like fall or Halloween, Christmas and Easter are the big ones. You it's starting. <laughs> yes, okay. okay no fucking Easter egg hunt for yourself. I don't think Easter egg hunt. No, okay. So because I live in an apartment, I think why not? It's fun to have like a little sign on your door or something. So 
Um, I think that does come from my grandma because my grandma was big on seasonal decor. And then also my family gets me things for every holiday. Right. I think like I'm almost the opposite. It's like my family, not even my family, my mom is just a big season. Like yeah. she puts Easter eggs out. She's setting up an Easter egg hunt for herself. For cats. Like it's like <laughs> she like not even yeah. cats, but she like like she puts out decor for every holiday. Just the big ones. Like she'll do fall, Easter, mm-hmm. she'll do Valentine's Day, no. but she'll do like all of the major yeah. holidays. And I think that's why I don't yeah. because it's like almost a like trauma. Like I'm like, <laughs> I don't want, you don't want so fun stuff. and happiness. Yeah. Yeah. I know it <laughs> does. Be happy. <laughs> it does get a bit cluttered or whatever. And like you are constantly, like I have a bin that I keep all my holiday stuff in. And like yours doesn't look cluttered. It's not like your apartment looks cluttered. It's still very cute. For me, it's like, I just don't want to buy all of it and like take the effort to like take all your stuff down and redo mm-hmm. it. Like that's just so much work for me. To be fair too, also when I bought all of my holiday decor, because priorities, I, um, when I moved out, I had no idea what kind of vibe I wanted to go with all my like decor, like, your, like my your overall, house. yeah, like yeah. my house. I didn't know what kind of style I wanted. Mm-hmm. So I was paralyzed by that decision and I just had no furniture at all. And instead it was like, I moved out in November so I bought all my Christmas stuff. I had a Christmas tree. I had so much like Christmas decor. I didn't have a table. I didn't. Maybe I had a couch. I did not have a bed. Like I had nothing. Yeah, I remember. <laughs> but I had all my Christmas stuff. So and then I just developed all my holiday decor and developed my personal style for my apartment after the fact kind of thing. So so I would like to say that like. Oh, yeah, I totally get that. But I know you. And you sent me so many Snapchats this past Christmas. This was your second Christmas year. And you buying new shit. Christmas, it gets out of control with the Christmas. So as long yeah. as you buy it once and you never buy it again, you're buying new stuff every year. Yes. I have dialed it back, I feel like, with the other holidays. Christmas, I will never limit, I don't think. I don't think I can do it. If you send me something on St. Patrick's Day and you've decorated <laughs> I might. Okay, I'm that is the one thing that, too, I thought, I don't have anything for St. Patrick's Day. I should get something. So stay tuned. I probably will find something, even if it's just a sign from my door. But You know what? You live your life the way you want to. <laughs> With your I fucking will. plugged in GPS on your yeah. phone. And... I will take the GPS to get me to the store that sells St. Patrick's Day. Oh, my gosh. You know what? Yeah, I will live my life. Thank you very much. And when you come over, I hope the holiday spirit just enters your soul Uh, okay so fun fact about hannah is um in many ways like our holiday decor we are opposites like we are twins in so many ways but okay i would like to say (laughs) i decorate for christmas it's not like i'm a scrooge and i'm like no like i forced jonah in our tiny apartment when we had no money whatsoever to get a real tree and put it up in our apartment and decorate our entire apartment. And I remember spending money and like putting money on my credit card that like, it's not like I had money, but I was using it to buy Christmas decor. I think you just have a more like minimal style when you, even when you do have your decor. Well, yeah, I don't like have minimal and clean aesthetic. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not that. So (laughs) (laughs) um, I wish sometimes I'm like, I wish I was that, but no, I just, I like things. So, um, but yes, I feel like in just in general in life in several ways, I am um, we are opposites. And one of those ways is kind of where we're at at this stage of life. So 
like Hannah said, I'm 24. I have my own apartment. Like I'm renting. I live alone. Um, Hannah is 25 and she owns her little condo. She lives with her high school sweetheart. She's getting married this year. She's got her little office job, which don't, again, I can't describe, but you're doing well. <laughs> you don't know yeah, but you know, you're, something. you're doing good. Yeah. You're doing good. Thank <laughs> you. you are welcome. Um, yeah. So I just feel like in the, where we're at, we're living very different versions of your twenties and not to say there's one way that's right, one way that's not or whatever, but like we're very opposites. And I feel like you are checking those boxes in your twenties, which is not good or bad. It's your, it's good for you because these are goals that you've had. And like all of these goals and dreams or whatever, are like I feel like they're at a stage where they're kind of starting to come true and whatever. But I feel like you've got your life put together and I'm like, very much not so, but I think, it's, it out. I think it's just from the outside. Like, Paige is right. Like, I do fit that stereotypical. I'm there. I'm a high school sweetheart. I own my place. Like, it's like things are getting settled. Like, not that I'm, I'm having a child right now, but like, I, I could have a baby, like, all that kind of stuff. But that also, there's certain parts that, like, you're fitting that lifestyle too, that like 20s lifestyle. Like, you're going out, you're meeting new people, you're traveling, you're like. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, okay. You're doing all of these things that like also fit that like 20 something vibe. And I think it's because people have such a weird perception of what you're supposed to do in your 20s that there really are the two different like routes, I guess, that you can go. And like when Paige and I first started talking about making a podcast, like that one of the things that we thought about naming our podcast was totally opposites because we are totally opposite. Yeah. opposite <laughs> sick <laughs> totally opposite in like our day-to-day life yeah and I think that's one thing too that is like kind of fun about starting this podcast too is like we're in different places we're gonna have different experience and perspectives but yeah like literally total opposites for our 20s yeah you can bring us with any advice you want advice on dating you want advice on like I don't know. I guess you're going to have marriage advice soon. Oh my God, that's so weird. <laughs> that's weird. Yeah. Yeah. You want to ask me your husband's? Hit me up. I got it. I got all the answers for you. So it is good because we do have like a very wide range of knowledge between the two of us. But I will say knowledge is a loose term because we're very like blind leading the blind with a lot of shit that we do. We're like asking for advice on certain things. Like I'll be like, oh, I can't find the perfect jeans. And Paige will be like, oh, I really like these ones. But like, I also hate them because they do this. And I'm like, so they suck. Like there's no, we're not experts in anything. No. And please do not ever take our advice as expertise. We just shoot our shot. And you know what? That's one thing about us as friends too, is like, we will 100% support each other through every like toxic decision Uh, but also like you will also draw a line but I mean like I will support your online shopping addiction and like you will I'm trying to think I have a lot of toxic things I thought you were gonna say like you will support me in anything that I do and I was like that's not true because like Paige (laughs) like I'm gonna I'm gonna call you out real quick (laughs) we sending each other TikToks, totally what we do every single day. And I sent Paige this really cute girl with like this really cute little short haircut, like 
like a nice little pixie cut. And she had really cute bangs. And I was like, this girl makes me want to cut my hair. And immediately, Paige responds and says, after your wedding. And I was like, okay, but if this looks better than my hair right now, and I wish that I had this hair for my wedding, like, I'm never going to let you live this down. And Paige roasts the absolute shit out of me and goes, do I have to remind you what you looked like in the 10th grade when you had short hair? Okay, but my soul was crushed. <laughs> that Then you know what? I succeeded in my mission because <laughs> you humbled me immediately. <laughs> I needed to make sure there was like a 0% chance of you doing that before your wedding. You know what? Maybe the short hair will look great. Um, And you know, I do like your like hair at collarbone length, but like we all know you are not to be making any big decisions like that before your wedding, switching it up major. You chop your hair off. I hope you're ready to pay for extensions because if you hate it, your hair is not going to grow in time for September. I know that. And I appreciate it. But in the moment, like, Paige isn't going to let me just do whatever I want. Like, if I, you know, I, like, send you a pic and I'm like, hey, look at this dress. You'll be like, no. You kind of stress me out a little bit sometimes. Oh. And that you, <laughs> because as a friend, you're supposed to, like, make sure your friend is not, Yeah, I don't know. You know, there's certain things that you just got to. Make sure they're not doing and you kind of change it up at the worst times when have i ever done this you get your nails done all the time and then when you're about to get proposed and i know it suddenly you're on a phase where you don't want nails and i'm like are you kidding me right now no i go through i go through phases where like i get my nails done or i got my eyelashes done and when i was i got engaged in hawaii in february of last year so 2022 and like, I'm preparing for this trip. I've known this trip is happening for a long time. And obviously, I didn't know I was getting engaged. But I was like, you know, I'm going on vacation. I'm going to get my lashes done so that if I'm, like, going in and out of the water, I'm all this stuff, like, then I don't have to worry about it. So I got my lashes done. And then when Paige is fucking drilling me about, like, getting my nails done, she's like, oh, don't you want to just, like, go get your nails? And I'm like, no. Like, I'm already getting my lashes done. Like, that's an expense <laughs> to keep up with. That was so sure. Also, because I didn't know for sure that's when he was proposing to you. But I kind of figured, like dude it makes sense it was the and i knew he had the ring so i'm like okay if he's gonna do it he's gonna do it now if he's smart which he was yeah but and hawaii is my favorite place like on earth so and i couldn't picture i can't remember if you had just recently gotten your nails off so like you would have had literally shit nails not even just regular no it was that like i had had them off like i said like we got engaged in february and like i'd gotten them off at the end of summer so, like, they had grown out. Like, you know, my nails looked fine. They were just boring. They were just normal nails. And I think that's why I didn't want to get them done. So I was like, my nails are fine. Like, I'm like, I don't care. But, I mean, I didn't know if you would care. But all I can hear is people like, that's the one rule. I know. And then it created so much drama because I'm like, how the hell do I bring this up without making it obvious? So did you tell my mom? Because, like, story time, I, like I said, I didn't want necessarily well I didn't plan it's not that I didn't want it I just didn't want to pay 80 bucks to get my nails done I just didn't care but my mom was like why don't we go for pedicures before we go to Hawaii and I was like yeah sure that sounds great so we like go and get pedicures and then when we're finishing my mom's like let's get a manicure and I was like no like I'm fine I don't need a manicure and my mom does not get her nails done ever like she has the most beautiful nails she leaves them plain all the time doesn't put anything on them and she wanted to get her nails done and I was like 
oh, like you can, but like I don't need to. She's like, no, let's do it. And just goes and sits down. I'm like, okay, well, I guess I'm following you. Like, I'm like, well, I'm not gonna leave you. You know what? The one thing I had thought about doing was texting your mom to be like, okay, so Hannah's on an anti-nail. Um, she, she did, did it on yeah. her own. And I, wasn't, I didn't know if she was or not. So that's why I was worried. I'm like, do I say something and then risk everyone telling you to get your nails done? Or do I not? And then maybe you have... It was one of those things where like, my mom doing that and you because like I said my mom never gets her nails done. we always get pedicures she never gets like manicures ever so you saying all that and then my mom getting her nails done obviously it did cross my mind but it was always on my mind it was like Joan and I have been dating for seven years it's not like I knew it's not like it was a huge surprise that one day we were gonna get engaged I just didn't know right then so when everyone was doing this I was thinking like hey like maybe but I learned to not get my hopes up about it because then I would let my own I let myself down for whatever reason like it was like I would get my hopes up and then we wouldn't get engaged and I'd be like dang that sucks as if something happened like nothing happened we still had a great time doing whatever we were doing so I decided when we were going to Hawaii for the first time in my life I was like I'm not gonna do this like I'm not gonna let anybody convince me or like even let it cross my mind and I was you had already told me that that was your mindset so I was betting on that and then I was like if I can like try to sway this so that it's like you should get your nails done for vacation because you're on a beach vacation <laughs> yeah looking back what did suck is that i got my nails done but i didn't like them like the girl she was great but they just didn't look that good and the dress that i wore when we got engaged was not my favorite either like it's well this is a story for a different time i'll tell my engagement story some other time but it was just it was very cute and the pictures are very cute. I love them. I wouldn't change anything about it. I just, I didn't look my best on my proposal. You know, the best you can try. <laughs> you did, you did everything you could do. I know, so. Okay. So this is, I guess mine kind of go, my last two kind of go in hand in hand, but I'll, I'll break them up a little bit. <laughs> so one of Paige's like best qualities, in my opinion, is that she is misprepared. Like, you need hand sanitizer, a hair tie, a fucking probiotic. I'm sure Paige has it. Like, she carries everything in her in her car, just on her being. So she's always like, I think we're both a little bit type A in a way, which is good because I'm like, we're, we're pretty prepared for most things. But you, you're prepared. Maybe this is where your GPS thing comes from you know what maybe you're right like you're one of those people where like if i have a headache like i'm going to page and this is going to be the perfect thing to have at my wedding because i'm going to be like oh i really need this you'll be i have it like don't, don't even worry i got you <laughs> you know what maybe it's an anxiety thing maybe i just have anxiety but like <laughs> I have anxiety, and I have as we were going out today and i was switching things over from my work bag into my purse and i'm like better bring the gravel what if one of us gets like a stomach whoa okay so, like, I'm I'm very, like, like, I'm everywhere i go but that's because i'm a chronic headache girl yeah i feel like you're either a stomach ache girl or a headache girl I'm yeah a headache girl i carry ibuprofen tylenol and gravel <laughs> why in case somebody wants advil or tylenol instead of ibuprofen yeah people got preferences one works better for others you know you just gotta have it all i do you carry plastic no, I should though. No, me. <laughs> uh, I have one now because, like, I yeah. went, I went somewhere and I got a stain. Actually, I'm not sure what I'm wearing right now, but I bought a tie stick and it has stain in my bag ever since. And did it work? Yeah. Okay. I should add it to my little stash. 
Do you no. keep it all in your purse? Depends on the item. So, like, a well, lot of it. Well, you're carrying all on yeah. ibuprofen in your purse? Yeah. Wow. Well, I just have little, like, purse-sized ones. They're not huge. Yeah, I carry them in my purse. Um, like, I never have to think about it. Like, the patient, I, especially during COVID, like, I came to come visit her. Like, we sit down to a restaurant. She has hand sanitizer for me. She has me masks. Like, you have anything that I need. A lot of it comes from, I just have a fear in general of, like, not having access to what I need. I guess in, that's why I'm prepared. But, like, on a plane, like, anywhere where it's, like, if you needed help, sorry, like, you got what you got kind of thing. Yeah. So. This is why we suck at traveling, though, because Paige yeah. and I are both overpackers. Yeah. Which means that we are honestly the stereotype of, like, I'm going on a weekend vacation, <laughs> but here are my 13 outfits. Yeah. Because I don't know what I'm going to want. Like, I need every option. I need the comfy option. I need the cute. I need the uncomfortable, but it's cute still. Yeah. Oh, I and here's the thing. You know what? And when it comes down to it, it's like, would I rather be overprepared or underprepared? I'd rather have 13 outfits than have two. And, and then you have them. to lug around 13 outfits. Yeah, but I've gotten used to that at this point. Oh, okay. I mean, so- I lug around everything. You know, the only time it was an issue was when I was coming to see you in December. And I'd use just that tiny-ass little carry-on. And it was winter. But it all worked out. It was a challenge. Yeah, it did work out. And I made it work. So Yeah. I but I mean, it. it's not bad quality to be prepared. But she is that person where, like, if you need something, or, you know, the girls, you meet, like, a girl in a bathroom at a bar. <laughs> Paige has, has you. Like, you need, I don't know, chapsticks, a little girls to share. But, like, you know what I mean? You need something to do that for you. From the beginning of time, I have always been the mom of the friend group. So I take that as a compliment. <laughs> I am proud of it. <laughs> um... Okay, my last thing about you is a little lame to end on, sorry, but um, we kind of talked about it, but (laughs) is that you are now fully an island girl. You, she moved back, she ditched me, every now and again she likes to tease me and say, oh, well, we're thinking maybe of looking at buying a house in Edmonton. And (laughs) you know what, don't believe her, because, and you know what, you belong on the island, you are an island girl through and through, you fit everything about island living that's I think. like the nicest compliment you can give me so which is funny it's not like they're like migrated there i was born and yeah. raised in victoria mm-hmm. i love it like i love being at the beach i love paddle boarding i love going yeah. to all the little like thrift stores and coffee shops and like i fit the victoria yeah right down to the stat like you are 100 percent of yeah like i i love it you work at lulu like yeah, yeah. <laughs> i wish i could be a hawaii or island girl but mm-hmm for whenever I move yeah. to Hawaii. Well, when there. you make that happen, you better bring me along this time. You can move with me. Yeah, I will. Yeah, it, once I learn how to surf, I think I'll have it all. Okay, yeah. We, I think we should add that to our list of plans for your... My bachelor. Yeah, that's, a, that's another... Yeah, I would love to learn how to surf. I just am so uncoordinated as we talk yeah, about that. Like, I don't think I'll actually get up, and I'm one of those people where I only like things I'm good at. So yeah. if I'm not good at it, instantly I'm like, cool, this sucks. Yeah, you and me both. And I think that we would be so chaotic that we'd be the people, we'd like waterboard ourselves. We'd be like absolutely drowning and trying yeah. to have fun. And, and like, you no. go on the ocean. Like, there's no fish, there's sharks. Yeah. yeah. We'll do it one day. Um, no, I'm kind of paddleboarding though. Yeah. I love paddleboarding. Yeah. So me too. I drive my little, yeah. that looks like a Jeep kind of car. So <laughs> I, I do it. I, I do fit though. Yeah, I you do. A hundred percent. Thank you. I love that. <laughs> yeah. 
So I'm going to end on a nice one for you. Oh, <laughs> and on a nice yeah. wholesome note. So I kind of like touched on this, but like Paige truly is like the best friend. Like she, I don't know if it's because you're like stressed about everything all the time. Probably part of it, yeah. But like she truly does like think of you first. And like, like she flew out during like a snowstorm to visit me to try on wedding dresses with me just because she wants, you want to be there. Yeah. To be fair, the snowstorm happened after the fact. I was it already just there. wanted to keep you there. Yeah. <laughs> but no, like she, she will put you first and like, like she sends me TikToks of things that she thinks I will like and like outfits that I'll like or dresses that I'll like for my, now I'm looking for rehearsal dresses and stuff like that. Like you always do send me that kind of stuff and you're always thinking about me above yourself. Yes, always. Well, you know what? Actually, I think about it. I'm trying to pinpoint like when that started. I think in little bits, I've always kind of been that way. But funny story. Um, <laughs> I used to. So the, I can remember clearly when I started keeping notes on my phone. Oh yeah, and it started with you. Aww. Oh yeah, you were my bestie through and through. But actually, when you, I was in like junior high or something. I know exactly. And it was sorry. literally a list of your breakup, um, like, what you would want if you got broken up. It was, like, it was a like, breakup, like, survival guy. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Like, in those moments where, like, you're so down and you just want your, like, best friend, you want all your stuff. Yeah. You had, list like, everything that like I would want. Like, flaming hot Cheetos. What flavor of Ben and Jerry? Like, I had this, like, ready to Which go. Which is hilarious because, like, I, I haven't broken up with no. a boyfriend. <laughs> you have had to use it. Instead, I deleted that and replaced it with your proposal note. How so. fucking cute is that? <laughs> No, like like I said, Paige had notes in her phone of what I wanted for a proposal, what I wanted for probably now my wedding, like just like all the little things that I mentioned that I want. She like keeps track of all this shit and like remembers everything. Important thing. And you know what? Actually, that was probably 100% my favorite moment, like top 10 moments is when I finally got the text from Jonah and he said, okay, like I am ready. And I was like, so am I, man, because here's you, the note. You okay. had the type of ring I wanted. You had, like, how I wanted my proposal to be. Like, you had all of the details that, I mean, Jonah probably could have figured out, like, the proposal part. But, like, the ring, he said that he, like, went to you because he knew that you would know. And didn't he send you a picture of the ring? I mean, like, is this what you would want? Yes. And I love him. And it wasn't a bad ring. What? The one that he first sent me. Oh, it's not the ring that I got? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. We know went that. back and forth with you. It was similar, but not but quite. I was like, I love you with all your heart, and whatever you get her, she will love. But here's a screenshot. <laughs> here's uh, where you can buy it. Um. <laughs> no, I want. I want to know what it is. I I don't remember to be honest with you. Sorry, because uh, I ha we had to delete our chats. Why is it? I'm see his phone. Sure. Why am I going to go through know. your phone? But there was. It was like Christmas time. You could have. I don't know. And I also didn't know when he was going to propose. True, true. Um, but one thing that annoyed me just slightly, and it's your fault, is okay. that um, you told me the wrong ring size. Yes. And Jonah won't let me live this down. He brings this up all the time. Yeah. Because he asked, like, he asked me a long time ago, like, what ring size I was. I have, do you know your ring size? No. See? Do I have a long-term relationship where they're about to propose to me? No. Okay. Well, I didn't think about it like that. And I didn't know my ring size, so I just guessed. And I was like, I'm probably like a seven. Turns out I'm a six. So Jonah, 
just knowing me and knowing I'm going to be wrong about everything, he got me six and a half. So like it does fit. It could be resized. I refuse to part with it. So um, I think I'm just going to live with it like this. Well, you know what? At least it's not like dramatically. No. And like, I, if my hands are wet, it'll like slip a little bit. Like you just clench your knuckles and you're fine. Oh my God. One day I will resize it. I'm just, I, it's so much work. Yeah. Well, I'm fine. You know what? Jonah and I did our best. Uh, yes, you really year. put in every uh, effort you could. You, my lashes were done. My hair, my <laughs> freaking nails ended up getting done. Yeah. They didn't look good, but they were done. <laughs> yeah. So lesson learned. But yeah, anyway. that's me and Paige. Yeah, that's us in a nutshell. So this is episode one of So Off Topic. Uh, if you liked the chaos and the you want to keep up fun little stories, then um, stay tuned for. I don't know how often we'll be doing this, but next episode. <laughs> Peace out. Yeah. <laughs>